Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. You know their Drive EV program has resources for members who'd like to learn more about all aspects of EVs. MTE is developing programs and educational materials that will actually help members uh, get questions answered there. You can learn more at driveev.com. Today, we're learning more about the Child Advocacy Center, and uh, Presley Hosford is here. You've brought friend a friend along, so... A lot to talk about. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. It's always good to be here with you. Yeah, good to have you here. So um, remind us all of, of what you do at the CAC. Yeah, of course. So at the Child Advocacy Center, I am the Community Education Coordinator, um, which is just a fancy term for I'm on the prevention side of things um, at our center. And I have the honor of going out to the community and teaching child sexual abuse prevention trainings. Okay. Well, that's that's obviously a big, big job with the CAC. And I know an event that's coming up is also really big and on your mind right now. So we'll talk about that, too. Who'd you bring with you today? Yes, I brought Elizabeth Benton. She is one of our forensic interviewers. All right, uh, Elizabeth, I know we've had the uh, opportunity to talk before. So how are you? Good. Good to have you. Um, So what is a forensic interviewer do? (laughs) Um, So a forensic interviewer, we actually um, speak with the children who come into um, the CAC who are victims of suspected um, severe physical or sexual abuse. Okay. And those uh, um, obviously are tough conversations with, um, you know, children. And boy, that can... You have to have a, a the ability to to speak and 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 get that information. So I mean, I'm sure there's a whole process there about working with kids. Yes, there <laughs> is. Um, both the well, I guess we have three interviewers at this time. All three of us are trained in um, two 40-hour forensic interviewing trainings. Um, so, and lo- all three of us have lots of experience at this point. Um, so, any children who come to the CAC are getting. Um, a good qualified forensic interviewer. <laughs> well, not only is is each person, um, you know, trained. Each individual child that you talk to is also very different. So, I mean, there has to be some kind of keys to. Well, I'm going to have to attack asking this way or that way or something like that you know yes you have to be on your toes all the time um, paying attention to each child and how they communicate and how you need to communicate with them in order um, to effectively have an interview with them Mm -hmm. and um, sometimes English is uh, is a barrier and you have ways to to help with that too we do Um, we either use interpreters or we use the assistance of um, forensic interviewers who actually speak Spanish it's just whichever ends up working out in that situation yeah yeah and um, so that is obviously a a huge part of well Presley said I'm on the prevention side you're kind of on the what side do we call it I'm on the we're in the (laughs) weeds of it i guess (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to investigate it and work it all out so well hopefully um you know the work presley does can you know uh, bring more attention to that and uh, that's exactly what 
uh, the uh, darkness to light does. And uh, I guess you have been pretty busy with those. And with school starting back, maybe busier. I don't know. Oh, yes. Um, especially at MTSU, too. We have so many of our future educators, future leaders who are um, working towards um giving back to the community once they graduate college um, and so this is a busy time for college students as well um, and I'm so thankful that teachers and professors allow me in their classrooms to teach this important training and you know I like to joke that my job is to put the forensic interviewers out of a job because if there's <laughs> no children to interview well that's kind of a good thing sure. um, so hopefully um, I can reach as many parents as possible in um, teaching them how to truly keep their children safe because if they have this knowledge um, and the prevention knowledge, then hopefully they never have to bring their child in for a forensic interview. Presley, when you're doing that on the uh, on campus, are you talking to uh, classes that that want to be forensic interviewers? Or are you talking to students who may be going into some type of work with children? I mean, what kind of who are you talking to on campus? Yeah, of course. So um, I do a lot with the social work majors because, of course, they're going to be the ones going out into the field and working with families and working with these child victims. Um, but I also have the honor of um, teaching nursing students or public health majors um, because even if you're not going to work directly with children, you're still going to run into families um, you know, in your line of work, and you never know who's going to disclose that type of information to you. Well, I would suspect a doctor or a nurse would maybe be able to see signs if they knew what signs to look for. And so there are uh, more occupations than just those who work directly with children. Oh, of course. Yes. So uh, Im important information there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of turn the tables here a little bit. Elizabeth, what what do you think about the darkness to light training as a forensic interviewer? Are you are you how does that work with what you do? Are you saying that that helps people know what to report? I think it's really important. Um, I do think it helps like teachers and really any all adults at some point you're going to have contact with a child just naturally. Um, so I think it helps for anyone and everyone to know what signs to look for and what things that anyone can do and as, a, as an adult to keep kids safe. Um, we can't expect kids to keep themselves safe. We're the adults. We're the ones who who are supposed to be doing that. Um, another thing that I think is really helpful about the darkness to light um, is that it does talk about um, teaching your children to use the correct terms um, for body parts. Uh, as a forensic interviewer, I have heard uh -huh. all sorts of <laughs> names for body parts. Um, so uh, being able to have those honest conversations with your kids um, and knowing, being able to, tell them those things and help them know how to express things, which can also help them get help faster than they might if they're not using those correct um, terms and terminology. Yeah. So I I'm sure you've had some uh, red face moments. In hearing some <laughs> yeah. <of> the, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's just part of it, I guess there. So uh, the, the work of the child advocacy center in, uh, in Rutherford County is so important. And Presley, there is uh, an opportunity. And by the way, we have Presley Hosford and Elizabeth Benton with us today from the CAC. There is an opportunity for the community to, you know, come together and support 
yes. uh, the CAC, and that's with Light Up the Night, and boy, is it here. Oh, yes. Um, we're about 10 days away from Light Up the Night, and we are so excited for it. It's going to be at Oakland Mansion September 8th from 6 to 9, um, and this is a great uh, end-of-the-summer party um, where the community can come together and show their support for child abuse victims. So the... The 8th, 6 to 9, Oakland's Mansion. Um, are there tickets still available? Yes, of course. So you can go to our website, cacrutherford.com, and go to our events section, and you'll see Light Up the Night on there, and we still have tickets for sale. They are $125 per person, and you get two free drink tickets included with that. And um, we're going to have... Lots of food, lots of desserts, dancing, karaoke, uh, character artists this year, which is something um, new we're trying that we're really excited about, and an awesome silent auction where people have the chance to win some great prizes. So uh, can we get tickets from the website? Is it? Yes, okay. yes. Tickets from the website. Um, you can even find that on our Facebook page, Child Advocacy Center of Rutherford County. Okay. So uh, CACRutherford.org or on their Facebook page to get uh, tickets to the event. Now, um, have you been here for one of these before? I actually have. So okay. my first light of the night, I was an intern. Um, and <laughs> how long uh, ago how, was that last year? Or so that was two oh, years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Yes. And um, I've officially worked at the CAC for a year. Oh, now it's is it two years? You know, time flies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. <laughs> um, but this will be my third light of the night with the CAC. And yes. and you're kind of um, in a little different role this time. So definitely, uh, you know, yes. but you've got a lot of people helping you put this. together. Together. Oh, for sure. Our team is great, um, giving us support, um, trying to make this night perfect for everybody. So um, you also mentioned sponsorships, and uh, those are important. Yes. So we are still accepting sponsors for our event. Um, your sponsorship will help support the crisis intervention services we provide for children and families. And it also goes to support the work I do um, with giving this prevention training for free to the community. And uh, so if you'd like to become a sponsor, I'm sure uh, through the socials or through the website, you'll be able to, uh, to find out the information. Should they maybe reach out to you if there's someone who'd like to sponsor? Yeah. So you could call our center at 615-867-9000 and you can ask for Presley or Elizabeth and we would love to chat with you. Um, and sponsorship um, is also available when you go to purchase your tickets. It's going to be right there. Oh, cool. Yeah. So get tickets. And uh, then if you'd like to uh, sponsor on some level, you can do that right there from uh, from the site. Um, Elizabeth, have you been to a Light Up the Night? I have been to quite a few Light Up the Nights. I would think so. Um, I'm not with COVID and all that. I'm not quite sure <laughs> how many, but... Um, <laughs> Yes, I've been to quite a few light of the nights. <laughs> it's a it's a really cool experience, but from what I've heard, you know, when uh, the move was made to Oakland, it, it just kind of I mean, the the whole atmosphere is it was a very nice event and a good venue for you all for this. Yes, and like um, Presley said, we've added a few things this year that I think are going to make it really fun, like the karaoke, the caricature artist, um, and then we're going to have like some yard games and things like that. Um, and I always like to say, don't forget to get your white outfit. They're on clearance mostly, so um, <laughs> you can get a really nice white outfit. We like to do that to light up the night against child abuse. 
So I guess we're going to have to break the rule about white after Labor Day. You are. You are. And I know that's a big Southern rule, but we're going (laughs) to have to break it. The rule doesn't apply to this event. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you're wearing your bright and white. So there you go. Um, Elizabeth, uh, just you you said something during that uh, that kind of caught my attention about the uh, the number of events. But it's 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 so important. It lets you tell your story, too. So if someone has never been a lot of times we get nervous, we've never been to an event. So you don't want to go or you don't know what to expect. Um, So kind of give us an idea of what people should be able to expect at a light up the night since you've been to so many of them and and you know what do you wear white what what kind of white i mean you know those are questions that people ask and it's like well i just i won't go so we can answer them now yeah so you can wear white um be as fan we've had people show up in ball gowns we've had people be more like beachy casual so pick whichever right pick it whichever one you're going to be the most comfortable in um whenever you get there you're going to check in with us at the desk uh if you've already bought tickets then we'll just mark your name off i believe we'll even sell tickets at the door or at the gate whatever you want to call it um so you will um can buy tickets there um you get two free drink or yeah, two free drink tickets. Um, so there will be three bars, um, and you can use those drink tickets there. You can also purchase more drink tickets throughout the night for $5. Um, and then the night will just, it's pretty laid back. Um, there will be tables inside the Oakland. So if it's a hot night, if it's raining, whatever, we have tables in there. We'll also have tables set up outside where you can relax, um, drink your drink, tra- play some of the yard games that we're going to have um, set up or get your caricature drawn with our caricature artist. Um, so it's really just laid back a time for you to socialize and interact with your friends. So bring a group of friends with you and have fun dancing and playing games together. It's yeah. a really not like a stuffy event or anything. It's really laid back, just like a big yard party, basically. <laughs> so it's, it's not sit at your table and listen to people speak and it that kind not. of thing. So, I mean, it's it's a different type of event. So yes. that, that was a, a great explanation. Now, here's the big question. Uh, Presley, what are you singing in karaoke? Oh, <laughs> you know, I've thought about this. Have you? Um, yes. You know you're going to get called up there. I probably, probably am. You may probably have to start am. it off, you know. I might have to just to get the party going, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, I've been obsessed with the Barbie movie lately. Uh-huh. And so I might sing Dance the Night by Dua Lipa. Oh, but wow. um, yes, I'll save it for the event. So if you want to hear me sing, you're going to have to come. <laughs> worth, the, worth the price of admission right there. Uh, and you'll have to get Elizabeth up there to sing too. Oh, hopefully. We'll oh. see. That's not going <laughs> to Yes. Um, but and my favorite part of this event is the silent auction. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, if you come with friends or family, you have the option to win some really great stays. Um, we have a couple stays in Gatlinburg, um, some hotels in Nashville. Um, and so I think for the silent auction alone, um, it's worth it. So uh, tickets on the website, cacrutherford.org. Check the socials as well. Um, I'm sure Facebook and Instagram and all those places, you've you've got some presence there. So you can look it up that way. And uh, light up the night, September the 8th, 6 until 9 p.m. over at Oakland's Mansion. Get your tickets and uh, sponsorships as well. And, And sponsorships don't have to be, you know, uh, it, it could be individual people that want to do that, yes. you know, at, at any level. So you can help out with that. Well, I appreciate you both coming in today. 
Thank you, Brian. It's been so awesome. Absolutely. Let me know how the song goes okay. and if you can get uh, Elizabeth to help yeah. out. We'll, I'll we'll record it. it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, record it. We'll play it the next time you're on. Oh, how great. About that? Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody here. A little auditing, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. we can try. Who knows? <laughs> Our friends from the Child Advocacy, Advocacy Center, Presley Hosford and uh, Elizabeth Benton, joining us today. If you missed any part of the show, we got a reminder for you. You can check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com. Just look for Rutherford Issues. Or check out the YouTube channel. It's uh, News Radio WGNS on YouTube. We're live streaming and then uh, podcasting the video there. And uh, also Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, all of those places you'll be able to find the podcast of all of our local shows and programs. Just search for WGNS.